0: What up to everybody? You are now under the blacktop where we try to get our act together and find strength and unity
1: in the circle of life and friendship. I am Billy.
2: I'm Timbo.
1: And I am Ray. It is nice to be here with you guys. Um, how you guys been? Um, Timbo, how you been?
2: Oh, I'm making it.
1: <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> y'all know the
2: conversation we just had, but um, yeah, I'm... Yeah. yeah. Even still, I'm still... You know, expecting good things for life and all of that, and trying to stay on top of everything and being a dog and pay bills
3: and
1: Yep! Yeah. Right. <laughs> I feel that. All right, well, good stuff, good stuff. Well, it is just happy. I'm happy that you're here with us today. Yes, and yes. that we can all kind of converse together and um, be sure. cool. Billy, how you been?
0: Pretty good, man. I've been introduced to these adventurals. They have, they have not changed my world but they're yes what are those The adventurefuls. those those Girl Scout cookies that I never they knew bro I never bought Girl Scout cookies my boss was like yo my um my granddaughter's got some Girl Scout cookies blah 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 support blah 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 I'm like but I don't like Girl Scout cookies I don't really care for that stuff blah blah whatever we go through this list I'm like oh they got those those are new let me get those. They're sold out. So then I get a chance Like the Girl Scouts are on the other side of the mall. So I can just go over there and see if they got some. I went over there. They have one box left, man. So, like, my boss's uh, okay. granddaughter's wait, wait. mother is telling her that they're Wait, awful. wait. What's
1: up, Marcia? Wait, I, I, I got to interject right quick. Now, I know that you didn't not buy the cookies from your boss's daughter. To just be like, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to spend this money elsewhere. Like, forget true 347. He and, was looking at the people across
2: the way from him. You know how he is. If it's across the way, why would he worry about anything else?
0: She didn't have them. They are gone. It's a, it was a drop, man. They were sold out. She has no more. So, okay, you don't have these cookies that I'm looking for. I mean, she had another... She had two flavors. I wanted the, those two flavors. It was a toffee and the Adventure fools. they didn't have any Adventure fools, so I did get the Toffee ones. And, um, okay, okay, at least I, you got something.
1: Yeah, I was definitely like, a supporter. I had to. I'm like, dang, man, yeah. I just left her hanging out here. But, it's like, nah, Adventure pools are nothing.
0: <laughs> it was kind of messed up, because I went over there, and I bought the S'mores ones on Impulse, and then I come in, I'm like, yo, so, I got one, I got the last box of Adventure and the S'mores joints, and she's like, they have those too. And I was like, what? Like, yeah, we got it the first time. Dude. I would have got those from you. I just got them. I thought they were a special, a special cookie. Not only these Girl Scouts got these cookies. I didn't know y'all all got the same roster of cookies. I would have got these from you. But I didn't. And I got those from those young ladies. And um, I did go back and buy some of the other ventricles from my boss. So her granddaughter was able to get some. But they're going out fast, man. I know.
2: My mama Tim just just literally before we came home, she's dropping off a bag of lemon, a bag of shortbread, a bag of thinness and a bag of the the ones that have the caramel and the chocolate. In. We had to drop that off at my aunt's. I'm like, "Child, they have the what? They have the what? Yeah. The uh it's uh caramel say? caramel and chocolate, whatever that's called. It's a the eventual Okay, whatever. Yeah, yeah that. <laughs> uh, so no, I would just, when I'm. we had a whole case of them. So I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm just agreeing with what you're saying. Like, yeah, they're selling like hotcakes for sure.
1: No, they definitely are, man. You? It's just the season. Hmm?
0: Nobody in your family selling
1: them? Nobody
2: in my family is selling them. Uh, one of my coworkers' daughters is selling them.
0: Oh, man. So you got a vegetables at your house right now? I actually don't. <laughs> <laughs> the only one Mama Tim's
2: like, I think, are the tray those and something else. It's so many of them. I don't know how people I keep up. Say,
1: we got like two boxes, but they spoken for. You know the mom's boxes. I can't get those up. Are they adventure Yeah, they are. Oh god, it's, on, okay. it's a little bit of everything, man. Mom, don't get me up. That, that, hit that's me Billy's up, jam, you know. He loves oh the adventurefuls. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, well, she called me and asked me if I wanted some cookies, and I'm like, oh, you know, because I like the Thin Mints. I'm like, oh, I just take some Thin Mints, man. I went and picked up like what felt like 20 boxes of cookies. Like she had all kind of cookies in there. So, I'm like I just wanted the Thin Mints. It's the so, but it was cool because okay. she bought me, she bought me a, a couple, um, a couple cookies. I didn't even know about the Adventure Folds until um, she was telling me what else she had in there. And KJ, um, my son, just happened to be in the car, and he was talking about, um. Oh yeah, that sounds good. She's like, we'll give them a box. Cause you know, of course, grandparents with you know the grandkids. So that's how we got yeah. to experience these adventurefuls, And I those are some really good cookies. I give you that one. They're really good. Yeah. So they are. But, um other than that, uh man, everything over here has been on um, pretty, pretty much the same. Slow motion. Um honestly, well well, I guess even before we really get into it, man, thoughts and prayers out to Ukraine. And um, it's yeah. just crazy. Everything that's going on over there, it's just saddening to see, um, especially with um with the advent of technology, um, we can kind of see the actual war. You know, it's just a little different between back in the day where you had to just see the state-approved media that kind of came across, you know, your CNNs <clears> or whatever. <throat> but nowadays, you know, we can actually just go on like a Twitter or something and see, you know, 4K video from somebody's iPhone or something of what's actually happening right. over there. And it's crazy and it's sad. So... You know, just prayers out. Tell them to everybody over there, and hopefully they can get to a point where we can just stop on, um, stop the fighting because it's crazy. Right, um, like we're, well, yeah,
2: we're all in a hot box together anyway, so might as mm-hmm. well make the best of it.
1: <laughs> like for real, it's crazy. But um, other than that, man, nothing much. Slow motion. I ain't really got nothing to, um, nothing new going on. Oh, actually, um, Billy, a video game you told me about that you were liking is coming to Game Pass on March 10th, I think. So I'm going to go check that out in a couple of days. The, okay. uh, what was it? Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. There we go. <laughs> yeah, dude. So I might, I might get that one to check out. Uh, you know, I kind of like how Game Pass kind of keeps on from time to time. They still drop, like, relevant, cool games. So, I like but it. they pull games, right? Yeah, yeah, full games. They no, $10 they a month.
0: Game.
1: Oh, it's not the yeah, same. So okay, yeah, every so often they do pull them. But um, before they pull them, they will let you know. Like you log on, and it'll say, you know, games leaving soon. And at that point, either you can hurry up and play them, or you can purchase the game for a discount. Um, while for having Game Pass. So it's pretty cool the way they do it. Right. Cool. Let's jump right in. Um yes. musically. What are we listening to this week?
2: We listened to FKA Twigs, which I just found out the FKA stands for formerly known as. I didn't know that. So her previous stage name was Twigs, but she kept the FKA. She said she'll keep it as long as no nobody say nothing about it. So that's what that means. I didn't know what that was for. So wow. yeah. That's- uh her al- album, what was Carnesong or Kappa song sorry. Uh it came out uh January 14th of this year. And so what did y'all think?
1: <laughs> I I kinda liked it. It was a lot of the little songs on here that I kinda liked.
2: Have you listened I to got- her before? Have either of y'all listened to her before?
1: No, I hadn't listened to her. So I it got- was interesting hearing it. 'Cause I, I kinda gravitated and kind of was grooving with um a lot of it. I didn't really like the interludes, actually now to think about it. It was a couple of interludes I didn't really care for. But mm-hmm. maybe just because it was the inner I tend to like the interludes that are more melodic and that are actual she like was talking and interviewing and, and yeah. During yeah, this were But I thought that
2: was kinda cool were. too, in a way. It was just it was a different take on stuff to actually hear her going from music into a then into a conversation and then back into music. I thought that was an interesting little Tinge to the project right i feel that i
1: feel that i'm just um, but, putting um, that in yeah, while you're talking <laughs> no yeah i get that no when with the music um it was good i liked it um the one with weekend i think was my yeah favorite. i like that one the too name of it. that was the what is it let me look it up because i was just looking
2: at it yeah that was the one that immediately caught my ear tears in the club
1: yeah tears in the club it, but it was a lot of songs that had that feel and i wonder how popular she is
2: she's very there. popular
1: Mm-hmm, for sure. Okay. And a lot of, to
2: me, this follows a lot of the the formula for her previous music. It's kind of glitchy
1: and all over the, the place. So, okay. yeah. It was cool. I was um talking to the wife about it, about her. And she was like, oh, yeah, that's the, the the girl who was dating. Who does she date? She dated somebody famous. A couple Robert Pattinson, I believe, back mm-hmm, then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And because I read an article about that, how she was saying how she just experienced just like just extreme racism from some of his fans. um, Just with, you know, just the type of girl that they wanted him to have, you know, with him being the Twilight guy mm-hmm. and all and all that. She didn't fit that aesthetic. So they were kind of rude to her and that kind of thing. Then I think that she went with Shia LaBeouf, too. It was weird, just like the little things that other than her being in music, I, I right. never heard of this young lady. And Mm -hmm. listening to this album, it was really dope. So it's just interesting.
0: What do you think, Billy? (laughs) Um, I really like the album. Uh, I really like, it's just this wealth of textures, of melody, um, of these little creative things that happen. Uh, There's so much that goes on, and it's all over the place, but it's still very, very glued glued together. Um, I like these interludes because in some way they they feel like they support the project with what the, the, the bones of the project are about. And doing a little bit more research behind this, that's exactly what it was. Like really just her journey, um, apparently through vulnerability and strength in her vulnerability. I like how her sensuality, her music still has integrity. Um, it's not just like this cheap film of sex or lust. You know what I mean? There's still something very true uh, to the human experience and not, um, like I said, that cheap film, and just sex and lust. And I really like that. I enjoy how much reverb is on this album and how it's used. Um, I love the space, sense, the space where uh, I really like this album a lot. I think this is one that i try to get on vinyl, where I would want on vinyl to be a part of my vinyl collection. Albums that just kind of changed how I looked at music and made me lean in more to music and see how things were done. Doesn't mean that it's just like the most complex album, but I like how it was put together. This is considered a mixtape from her, so uh, it's really cool. It made me interested in music again. Not not a lot of albums just get me genuinely interested and want to know. Okay, who produced this? Who mixed this? Who did this sound? Who, who wrote this? Uh, I like the way it was written. I want to know. Did she work all of this herself? And then she just like, part of her setup is that she gives other people writing credit. I don't know if some people have contracts like that or if she could be shared, you know, the bulk of the writing with all these different writers. Because uh, there's, one, there's one or two names that show up a lot in particular. But if that's what it takes to write good songs, it's just what I'm taking note of. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just really, really like the album. Yeah, I just like it, man. This was right on time for me about your symbols? Well, um, <laughs> uh, I
2: liked Tears in the Club, I will say that. <laughs> and I liked the the interweaving of, like I had said, when uh, Ray was talking about uh, the conversations and then the songs. And I get how an average listener, they would kind of be jarred by the talking, because it's like, where is this coming from? But if an artist is trying to make their vision clear, if that's what they feel like they need to do, then you know they should have that right to do that. So um, I, I was more interested in, honestly, her conversations than I was the actual songs. Um, I'm kind of, I had heard of her before. Uh, my brother Gabe, he listens to a lot of different music and he had introduced me to her. So I was kind of already prepared for her style and things. So none of that was really all of that new to me. Cause to me, I think she always stays in that wheelhouse. But like I said, I really Tear, "Tears in the Club" to me was the most radio ready song, and it was the one I I connected to the most, and it's the one that I, I'll replay. That's, that's I'm just being honest, yeah. It's nothing against the rest of the right. project. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, normal.
1: definitely. You no, yeah, I like. Yeah, I, would, yeah. Oh I liked it. Goodness. It was like uh, probably like a good four, four or five songs on here. I was like, man, I really like this song. I listened to this album um, a couple, a few times.
2: I would give it one more listen just to be fair, just to see right. little nuances that I didn't catch the first time.
1: But yeah. yeah. Now how um how off you said this is in a similar pocket to what she um kind of does though. Mm-hmm. Okay, I might I might give um some of her other stuff a listen. I had yeah. never even heard of her, so. Hey, I'm a fan. All right. All
2: right. No
1: problem. All right, cool. Hey, right, so we are now going to move to an album selection. Choosing an album this time around, we are choosing something that we would not normally gravitate towards, or maybe something that we're unfamiliar with, something that we don't know, just something that we're not really checking for. I am going for what is this? Trap Cake Volume Two. Um, by actually, let me look up the album it was by because I did not write it out. Um. What do you guys have? I have
2: Lucifer on the sofa by Spoon.
0: <laughs> I was looking at that one too. Yeah. On the sofa or Sophia? On the sofa, I thought. Why did I, why, did I, why did I think I saw so? Yeah, why did I think I saw Sophia? I thought Sophia was like some Italian river or something. I thought it was all poetic. <laughs> <laughs> Those are on the south glass spoon. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: This is okay. So trap cake volume two is by Raw Alejandro. Is that? Raw. Yeah, R. A U
0: W. Okay. Yeah. Alejandro? Yep. <laughs> Ale- Alejandro. Ale- Alejandro. <laughs> uh, Everything Was Forever by Sea Power.
2: Okay. So whose album was FK and Twiz? Was that Billy? I feel like it was. I don't know.
1: Yeah, it was. What you got, Billy? Who are you taking away?
0: Can I take off my own? Is that fair?
1: Or I can't do that?
2: We've never done it on the show, but it can be
1: done, I think. Um, I don't know. I don't know if we ever established rules for it. That's a weird one. We have,
2: we I feel like if he, if he wants I'm to do that, he can. Here.
1: That's just me, like I'll take mine off. I, I kind of feel like... It's something that we wouldn't normally gravitate towards anyway. So, of course, you're going to kind of want to take it off because you wouldn't really gravitate towards it. <sighs> so then it's like a double whammy. A like a great
2: doing.
3: point.
1: It's a great so point. shouldn't have the right oh, to take it away just because of that? That's how I feel. But it's three of us. We can vote so it out.
0: Okay. I'm going to say show... no. I'm going to say no. I'm not going to take my own, my own off. Um, I'm going to take off. That's what I don't want to listen to, right? Or wouldn't gravitate towards. I'm very interested in Lucifer on the sofa. So,
1: uh, I'm going to take that one off. Mm-hmm. All right. So, what are we listening to, Timbo? Or what are you taking away so that you, know, um, you, you get what I'm asking?
2: Yes. We're taking away Trap
0: Cake, too.
1: Okay. So, what oh. will listen to?
0: Wow, everything was forever. Steve Power. Yeah. All right. All right.
3: All
1: right. <laughs> All right. Cool. So, moving along, we are on chapter two of our our reading material. We got a, anybody
3: got
1: a, Mm -hmm. what is this chapter called? Racism and White
2: Supremacy. There we go. Yes. Racism and White Supremacy. Chapter two. So,
1: you know, this is, um, this interesting, the way that she does this. What's her name? Robin D'Angelo. Let me pull D'Angelo. this book up because there's a lot of questions being
2: asked that I cannot well,
1: immediately answer. I know for the for the people listening and for those watching, I typically go off my um computer and my notes are usually in a different spot, but um it's a little Robin different D'Angelo. From, so
2: her name is Robin D'Angelo. It's cool, oh. yes. We normally do have some notes that we can walk work off of. We're dealing with some technical difficulties. So we're just gonna move on past it.
1: <laughs> but um just in this in this chapter too, I just really liked her examples and metaphors how she uses to convey just her general stances on things. Um, just the way that she can kind of pick off and refute things. She explains it very well. And it was just really cool just kind of watching her, watching her, listening to her, reading her kind of mm-hmm. um do that, you know. What
2: would you guys think about it? For me, it's her I saying the same... Oh, go ahead. No, you're fine. Go ahead. What oh,
0: you going to say?
2: Yeah, it's, for me, It's she's saying the same thing. They don't want to listen. The people that don't understand why racism is an issue with Black people in America don't care. And that's... She's really... She's just finding several different ways to say that. And it, and it's like, Billy has said, when we began at the beginning of the book, she, he was like, we really know what this is going to be. But, you know, I just appreciate the fact that she really does honestly try. And I feel like more people really need to listen to her or I think she needs to have a bigger platform. I really do. Because it's a lot of common sense stuff that she's saying about our experience that they, Some certain white people just can't connect to for whatever reason, Uh, whether that's because they choose not to or because they're not exposed to it. She talked about stereotypes a lot in this uh, chapter. And just, you know, a lot of times people grow up in certain neighborhoods and those neighborhoods you're surrounded by a certain group of people. And so when you deal with other people, you're not necessarily aware of where they're coming from because you don't see. And even when she broke down the different how channels are 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 bought basically or uh who picks what we watch who picks like i'm trying to find that part here it is okay 10 richest americans this is according to 2016 2017 10 richest americans 100% white us congress 90% white us governors 96% white top military advisors 100% white president and the vice president 100% white U.S. House Freedom Caucus, ninety-nine percent white. Like you see where I'm going with this. Like Mm she's just talking about how the minorities are grossly underrepresented in several tiers of our society.
1: Yeah, I believe that. Um, yeah, that was what the white supremacy section. Mm -hmm. Um, and actually, I really like that section because I think it was there where she was kind of explaining how, um explain the white supremacy and how kind of being white in a sense became being American. And that in itself was kind of impactful when you kind of look at it, because then you can see kind of how these laws get written. You can kind of see how this boys club kind of gets made. And, and then she kind of goes and explains. And I believe that um, it was Ta-Nehisi coached how she kind of even echoed there, how America kind of ignores white supremacy. I mean, not the overly hateful term, and I like how she went and explained that, too, kind of what white supremacy is and white supremacy as a descriptor for the superiority that comes with being white. America ignores that and they feel as if, you know, it's this whole they have this identity crisis that she also speaks of. Pull yourself up by your bootstraps and if you work hard enough, anything can happen and they ignore the system that's set in place to make it more um, easily um, available for certain people. I think it was Malcolm X
0: who was
2: talking about with the bootstraps thing. It's like, we don't even have bootstraps. Like, how do you... It's just that, you know, they... Go ahead. (laughs) I'm just, you know...
1: Mm-hmm. no yeah no yeah absolutely no that was my point yeah it was just i like that just how she can um how she was able just to go and explain just all of that and just america does just have this this way of just ignoring it ignoring just the superiority and just the system that is um white supremacy
0: she um i agree with both you guys and i like the way how she um how she is redundant and i i keep forgetting. That this book isn't meant for us, right? It's meant to really show some people themselves in an effort to uh, see how they contribute uh, to the structure and the system of racism and white supremacy. How see? And she keeps she keeps going back to okay. Here's the creek, here's where it starts, and here's how this creek feeds into a river, and then she goes back, and here's how a creek feeds into a river feeds into a lake, mm-hmm. and she goes. Back again, here's how feeds into a river, feeds into a lake, feeds into an ocean. And she keeps going back and reminding people. And this is the definition. This is where it starts. Do you see the trail? Do you see how these things can be slid right up under uh what the, the first layer, I guess, of um of how all of these things work? And she's showing you. Mm-hmm. I think she does a good job of doing that. And uh she touches on all the points. And uh I, I, yeah. I don't have a problem with these things. I understand what she's talking about. And there's there's a ton of talking point with what she's talking about, but the general or the gist of it is here's racism and here's white supremacy. And here how here's how you don't think you believe in it, but here is how you support it. It was already set up. Your, your way, your your normal is set up by these two things working together. And every it's either white and then non-white. Mm-hmm. I just need to break this down to you so you get it on this side. This is what you live in. This is the world you live in.
3: Right.
0: Like, she talking? just
1: doesn't... No, go ahead. That's it. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, yeah, I just thought it was it was cool just the examples that she was using how she was able, just like you said, to, <laughs> to, to kind of elaborate those points, even um, toward the end there when she was kind of just talking about... Well, she had always... And kind of throughout the chapters, at least the ones that we kind of have read thus far, she kind of has this point of, well, I'm sure yet you were grown up in these households and you were told that everyone is equal, you know, because, of course, right. that's what everyone is told. But then she used the example of the white kid in the store calling out the black man's skin and right. how he was being shushed for doing so and how even just shushing that kind of teaches the kids certain ways and how, you know, those how stuff like shushing along with kind of learning to ignore the undesirable aspects of society um, can kind of go into a long way of showing what you should and shouldn't do and how you should and shouldn't treat people, even if you are saying everyone is equal. Like, if you're saying everyone is equal, but you're living your life and you're doing these things and you're, like she said, even just the conversations that you have when no one's around, and you're having these conversations, and of course, kids hear everything, you know. So if you say right. everybody is equal, but if you live your life X, Y, and Z, you know, you're gonna pick up, you know, X, Y, and Z traits, right? So it's just it's just interesting, you know. It's like it's almost like she's trying to give people, I guess, white people, because that's what the book is for, on um, that light bulb aha moment that oh, I get it. And it's just interesting, kind of just seeing her. Here's an example. Here's a metaphor. Okay. You might feel this way, but what about this? What about this? What is, and it's just interesting. Just kind of just reading it.
2: And I like how uh she basically explained white supremacy isn't a big, bad thing. It It, it, it is, but it isn't. Cause it's like, mm-hmm. what, what it's really about is the microaggressions, the stuff that we're talking about, the fact that there's, you know, in 2016, 2017, nobody was sitting in the house that was a minority. You know what I'm saying? Stuff like that. <clears throat> mm-hmm.
1: Right. Because it goes back to um just that, the thought of to be racist is bad and to be, and white supremacy is bad. And I mean, yes, th- it is, but I think the connotation is more bad than what it actually means. Like, yeah, we, there are white supremacists who who hate and they, they preach that, but to understand that being white gives you um a certain level of superiority in America is a fact so once you can kind of' and see that's that, normal.
0: That's, that's your normal everybody don't have that that's what that's your life you can exactly. ignore that and live a fantastic life with no obstructions because of your race unless it's other people like unless you want to get a job where you only hire black people because not enough black people getting jobs everywhere else that's when right. you run into problems or other people who are just mad at every white person you know what I mean that's when mm-hmm. you run into some uh, obstacles but not like people who are not white not just that specific ethnicity or race over there everybody who's not white right it was, it it was so like I was saying to Jefferson science mm-hmm. to start to like really like build the idea of white superiority so if science backed it then everybody else will follow it and it just like it just she shows you how this web this 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 network forms <laughs> like a tangled web we weave time right if you're looking at the the, the the a city from the top down you can see all the avenues uh it's just like that it's a it's a real system, and she's showing you all the avenues from the top down. This is how far they can reach and how tall they can get. And you don't understand. This is all for you just because of the color of your skin. Before you before you've grown into the person you've grown into, this is already yours. Mm-hmm. This is wild. Oh, that's your white
2: word. white supremacy is insidious that's what it is it's not just a big bad wolf it's also a fox that's messing with the vine i
1: mean it's just interesting man because it just is what it is i mean at this point it's just the system like i said i just kind of like how she even went and kind of wrote it and i mean how she explained how it even kind of became the system how to be white became kind of synonymous with being american and right because even I, well, I don't know if it was this chapter, I believe it was this chapter. She was talking about how even at one point, like Italians weren't considered, um, you know, American yeah. and it was they a pay big pay thing, them. but you know, you're in being white, passing firstly, yeah, that's a whole adopting, thing, that means a lot. adopting the American yeah. values, you you kind of do. Um, are seen as white, basically as white, and you're accepted and in, into white, and you get all the advantages of being white. Right. It's, it's, it's interesting. So I wonder so how many example. people. I wonder how, um If how receptive white people are to the content that they read from this, or if they're getting this, or you know, what if she's getting her intended point across? she
2: is if they're not getting it, they don't want to get it. Like I said,
0: she is she's doing a very great
2: job of explaining everything.
0: Yeah, I think I she's making so. it unavoidable. I think she's making it unavoidable uh for you to examine it. Ask yourself. She she goes through like a, a, a whole page, I think, front and back of well, where do we live and where do they live? And what do we think about our schools and what do we think about their schools? Mm-hmm. And so yeah, she talked about the whole segregation in why? public schools. Yeah. Just look the whole thing of, of forcing or or bringing people to the water of asking these questions of why they are the way they are versus, yeah, this is just the way it is and even though we've been told that everybody's equal, we still see, oh, if they live over there, it must be because that's what the way it's supposed to be. hmm So, and, and the, she talks about the Republican in here, right, and they said they had to change their message in order yeah. to, because the so aggressive uh, towards non-whites that they started to lose the public appeal. So they had to change it. Specifically, the
1: guy said, this is what we did to mask it. That's wild, because he was... What? That was what, um the advisor for H.W., right? H.W. Bush. Yep. That's, that's not a yep. uh, crazy long time ago.
0: Right. W, literally. <laughs> w,
1: yeah. So... This is it's yeah. Norm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. So hey, I'm interested chapter to see what um chapter three is gonna bring. Right. <laughs> After we broke all that down. Right.
2: <laughs> but right. just I mean, real quick side note, because you had just brought it up and I had basically talked about it. She talked about the fact that schools are still segregated, and it's true. I didn't think yeah. about it. Like you go yeah. to you go into the inner city. There's a certain group of people there. You go out into the suburbs. There's a certain group of people there, and depending, they may not ever intermingle, and that's
1: mm-hmm. right.
2: This is something and we thought we were past.
1: Not only that, there is a, at least in my understanding, a noticeable difference in the quality of of education and of tools that you get. I remember resources, up, all of that. Um. And the uh, public schools, yeah, the DPS public schools, they had old textbooks. My sister was able to go to Fraser, um, a Fraser Charm, I don't even I think it was a public school, a Fraser Public School, and they mm-hmm. were getting um iPads to bring home. Like wow. to go from I don't even have current reading material to I can bring home iPads. And this is the public school education for both. Drop the
3: mic.
0: Uh did we lose him? Probably. Look okay. like he froze. Oh, his phone might have died. Yeah, no, that's why I was wondering. Everybody <laughs> <laughs> what's girl, what's uh everybody? The dream has a new album. I, I I'm, oh wait, no, that's not the dream. It just it's just called the dream. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's saying three of three in the car, but I don't know. That might I don't know why it does it either. It's been an hour. Oh, no, that's been. It's been
3: a
2: while. Um, uh, so I guess we're gonna have to link back up and do an outro.
1: No, <laughs> no, nah, nah, we good. We good, man. Let's just keep it. Oh, you still here? Yeah. Okay. He's the, He's still alive. No, nah, man. You know, the um, internet decided to play nice um, since we started recording, so I was able yeah. to uh, jump on. It. I just yeah. super don't have notes now, but that's all right. All you know, right. I don't know how that looked, but um, but yeah, I think that was all I wanted to say for the most part about um, I'm not sure where we were, but um, on the book, I don't think I had anything else to really put. So just kind of interested to see what um, what's coming up next for chapter three, and um, would be cool. Anybody got the the title of chapter three on them? i find out okay. what it is. Hold on. Uh, uh, racism. Let me get a second. <laughs> what was that, Billy? Racism?
0: After the civil rights movement.
1: Huh. Uh, so, so it's going to be a tough one, huh? That's what you're telling me.
0: She's teaching people. I keep forgetting that. She's teaching people about what has happened. She has to make, break it all. Down mm-hmm. for people to learn something. That moment, of spark of change. She, wow, man. Yeah, okay.
2: I'm, I'm just, like, y'all don't know. She's y'all don't know about the civil rights movement. Like, she gotta educate people on that.
0: Seriously, but maybe not. I mean, How
1: you? I think you might though. Do they teach they, Black history yeah. in white schools? Do she don't have to have a diversity course? So.
2: I mean, I'm not against it, but it's just like that just once again shows you where people are at.
0: Right. Show how what the what some white people before you have contributed to what is here now and what isn't here now for people who are not white. You just gotta show it. You have to mm. tell them.
1: So So yeah, we'll we'll be into it. And yeah. I'm. Mean, I'm interested to see what um what she got to say. Yeah. And how much? How much stuff I'm gonna shake my head to and underline in blue. I mean, our highlight I in blue. I,
2: somebody highlighted because I was going through my Kindle. I'm like, somebody that already been through here.
0: Yeah, because
1: I'm.
2: <laughs> I'm like, I just bought this. So how has it already highlighted? But okay.
1: Yeah. They, they keep the popular. Highlights in there. You can turn it off if you want to, but um, oh, okay. they keep the popular highlights in there. So that's what I found interesting because assuming that this book is being read by primarily white people, the highlights are going to be by primarily white people. So I find it interesting looking at what um what was highlighted and was not highlighted. <laughs> like in this in this um section, it was highlighted how. People of color can also be racist or have racist um, tendencies, but they don't have the—we don't have the—the the power to change the yeah to We can't stop them
0: from doing something. Like we can't exactly. change all, right? We can't just like a new world and say, "Hey, you can't have this unless you do this." You can't build exactly. a system where where a white man said. Only I can tell you if you white or not, and then your whiteness being equal to uh, being an American at the start of America, mm-hmm. right? Roughly one, first two—I don't know—I'm gonna say two hundred years. How many? How many years was in there? There was some of that Jefferson scientific thing, like how he was just a science, and then a white that man had to decide for everybody else who was white, you know? Mm-hmm. And if he didn't think, or you know, the idea of the white man didn't think you were white. You're not white, so you're not a part of this. You're not over here. Exactly. You can, that. Like, you can be removed from that later. You can be removed from whiteness, and that's like, what it is—the boys'
1: club. Where it came down to the point where it's like, who makes it? Yeah. Well, the people who are already deemed white. So you're going up to, hey, am yeah. I am I cool enough? Am I white enough? To the point where even they had, because somehow, or I don't, know, I want to say somehow, but at one point, um, they said that what, uh, what was it? Um, a certain. Um, part of um uh, Asian ethnicity was considered Caucasian, but then uh, the the white boys club was like, nope, like not, even yep. if you are considered Caucasian scientifically, which I think that's interesting because they said that the Japanese people are think or somebody else couldn't be because they were considered mongoloid or something. It was just very interesting how yep. how it all kind of broke down and how it really just became this. This boys club that is how I see it I think it's interesting
0: after you said that at the start. I wonder how much of that plays into this idea that we walk around with, I guess for generations uh that we aren't enough, you know, like mm-hmm. how many people not white walk around with that feeling, and that system contributes to it. I'm not saying everything. I'm not saying that that system is the cause for everybody, but I wonder how much of that plays a part. And all the families that have lived under that and seen things progressively get better or nicer, but you still live with that initial feeling that you don't belong. Right. You aren't because you aren't white, and like every every turn, everywhere you look, all your media, all your uh your books, everything that is decided for us tells you that. Whether it's really about keeping down whites down or keeping whites up. You know, it, that's it's it is what that's the fact. It is what it is. How mm-hmm. much that really plays to that feeling of that inferior, not being enough.
1: Right. <clears throat> that's wild. Yeah. All right. Well, any closing thoughts, um, Timbo? You got anything else?
2: Uh, I think that was all for that.
1: Okay. All right. So uh, we'll relink. And discuss Chapter Three next time around. Moving forward, our topic or um segment this week was the topic of fear, I believe. Yes. Um, I don't think that we really got specific on exactly exactly what we want to talk about, but just um just generally fear. And um, I found this one a little difficult personally. I was trying to think about things that um I am afraid of, or things I kind of think about on a daily basis. And I oh, it was interesting. Like I was thinking about, like, really came down to my kid and my wife, right? Like, I want to be a great husband. I have a fear of not being able to, like, support my family and to be able to provide for them in a way that I feel that they need to be provided for. But I think that in growing up in um, a single parent household um, and kind of watching my mom do it all by herself and kind of, um not having a father figure element in a way that i wanted to growing up i want to make sure that i'm there for my son kind of growing up so i'm Mm -hmm. I'm that it's almost that fear of not being enough for him or not being able to support or to kind of be there enough which i understand that it's almost impossible right because like because what's enough if you're there at all and as long as you're trying of course you know it's good but you know just that little thing in the back of my head it's like, hopefully I do this right. You know, and I think that's just parenting in general, right? You know, you're going to mess up your kids, just like our parents did stuff to us. And we're like, man, you remember that time when you did X, Y, and Z? And, you know, of course it was just our parents, you know, just trying to do the best they can. And, you know, with the situation that they were given. So I'm sure that we, you know, they're going to be missteps, but those are just little fears that I kind of think of. And those were the first things I kind of thought of with fear. Um, just I want to be able okay. to support my family um, to the best of my ability and be there so that they can be comfortable and provide. Mm. But, I don't know. What do know. you guys think?
0: I haven't watched... I think I only watched a couple of episodes. But do you remember in uh, Insecure where she goes to the club or a party or whatnot and she's just questioning herself like, I wonder what it's like, what my life would be like if I lived without fear. And mm. then she gets up on the stage and, like, raps, I think. Yeah. Remember that episode? So that's my thing. Like, one of biggest fears that I have to tackle is stage fright. It's, it's like, the nerves, even though I may not, I don't feel afraid, the nerves get in the way, and then I'm, like, super self about messing up, like, delivering a poem or something like that. When you just deliver it, it's okay if you mess up. Everybody really care that you just messed up. Like I've watched, uh, not watched, I was watching an interview, Leslie Oden Jr. was talking about how he just forgot the word to Hamilton on <laughs> one of the parts. He was just out there dancing and doing his thing and he just forgot the words. He just blanked. Sometimes those things happen, but it's fine. It defines who you are. It defines your ability. And uh, I need to face that, I think, to truly understand it. So it's so much preparation. I already know what I want to say, but it's just taking myself and making a decision to get up there and face it mm-hmm. nobody really feel you just you just get up there and do it and i don't know why it feels like such a big thing when it's not i've done it before not necessarily at open mic but i've done it um, um like for churches church events or whatnot a couple of church events and i've been on stage and just like being in a band whether it was like two people or seven people there, you know what I mean? I still have a system of, or a a history of, facing it by myself or with people to support me. It's not that big of a deal. But for some reason, it's just this idea that I'll get in the way of this, but I need to do it to fully come into who I am. And the fact that it feels such a big fear, but I can see that it's... Nothing necessarily to be afraid of makes me go, okay, yeah, I really have to handle this because it's not real. Just because you have the fear doesn't mean that the fear is real. Doesn't mean there's actually something to be afraid about. Usually it's just not very real. Right. It's just not what are you really afraid of? Looking bad, your ego, like not doing a great job, maybe missing this inflection or
1: switching these words around or whatever. Okay. But do yeah, it's interesting. Sometimes it seems like you can have a healthy fear though. It seems like almost what you're kinda um talking about is almost that kind of anticipatory fear of kind of excitement fear. Um, which hopefully when you kind of overcome it will be that big um exhalation of like, Oh yeah, I did that shit. You know, just that.
2: Yeah. I know great stuff. I know Brandy and Beyoncé they still get extremely nervous before they perform. It, it, that mm-hmm. part I don't think it's going to go
1: it's away. It's a healthy thing though. Yeah, yeah I think that um cuz yeah. cuz you love your craft that much, you know, you want to do well and you know you walk up and you I mean I would imagine, I guess. Um I could see. I never I was never that person though. I like to
0: do I like to write. But I don't have to share it. In my mind, I'm like, okay, well, what makes a person feel like they just get up there and do it? What makes a person who is not good get up there and do what they do? Because not every performance is like a good performance. You know what I mean? Right. Some people are just like, I'm doing it. Or some people have so much belief in themselves. I'm doing it. And I'm trying to figure out, okay, how did they get it? What am I missing? Just me in my own way. That has to be fixed, regardless of whatever you're afraid of. Man. In order to not stagnate or stagnant, stagnate stagnant, you have to face it. And mm-hmm. just for reason of like getting this out the way, so you can really see yourself and understand who you are. Are you just afraid of this, or are you bigger than this? Which one? Sound like we need to go to open mic. Is what you're saying? Is that what I'm here? We need to go to. Oh, I got a friend already. He's like, Yeah, uh, you know, every time you call me, ask you when come to open mic. He's like, Billy, you got to do it. I did it. Uh, I asked him, uh, how he likes to perform, how he got to be in uh, getting up and going to perform and whatnot. He so said he's talking to his therapist. His therapist is like, Well, does your favorite artist have a great show every time? He's like, No, so they're still your favorite artist, right? He's like, Yeah, okay, <laughs> what's the problem? It's all fake. It's not even real. Yeah. Hey? If you get up and everybody hates it, it what? still doesn't define you. Like the whole room could just be, it could have nothing to do with you. It's not real. But for That's some true. reason, super real. You know, just that paradox. is that a paradox? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Irritory. Or a dichotomy. Same bro. Brought- no. It sounds so weird to feel like the stage is calling me. That just feels like a weird thing to have and to deal with. For one, it sounds arrogant. And for two, it's like, I don't really care about sharing my stuff. So no, that's not for me. Right? I don't care. It has to be. It's a part of the whole thing. Like, it's really pulling me because I'm so curious. I'm curious about what's on the other side of something that's been like big, a big fear. <clears throat> hmm I hate nerves. I hate them because they get in the way like, I don't want you here. Why are you here? Just go. Just leave. And they get in the way of how you say things like move, how you do all of these things but the only way to get past is to do it. Right.
2: I was going to say, stage fright is one of my things too. Y'all know I have been in voice classes. Uh, Stage fright is one of my fears too. I've been in voice classes for two years now and I... Every week I push myself. It's been two years, yes. But it's like every week I have to push myself out of my comfort zone. The fact that I'm singing now, I've been a singer since I was seven, but nobody knew because I was always too nervous. So it's just that I'm just happy because I'm in a different space now. It's still uncomfortable, but that's what it's going to be. Mm -hmm. That's what I chose for myself at this point. So, but yeah, no, I, I, I deal with that too. But I've been just very happy that Each class, I'm able to push past something and grow in
0: some way. Isn't that amazing? You get to find out more about yourself just by making that choice to push through. That's what you're going to find out
1: at this open house, man. That's what I mean, open house, at this open mic.
0: And I know it to be true. I know this in my soul, bro. I just, I know it. And I'm like, no, I'm not going up there. I was like, for what? What do you really want? What do you expect from it? Then all the other things that, that like that try to keep you down, right? It's like mm-hmm. well, what do you want from that? You want like a financial difference? You want do you want to keep doing this? You want somebody else to bring you on like, oh yeah, I need like a little feature, like I, twenty dollars for a feature, man. It's gas money. I just need somebody to come and do poetry on this night. Do I really want that? I don't know. It's but all of those things are like pressing against me. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah. I, just to get it out. way, though, and it's like, well, yeah, but what about this and what about that? And that doesn't even make sense. You probably should do it because it this and blah blah blah. And then what's next after that? And I can't. It's it's not just about facing the fear. It's about putting myself in a better position to organize my life so that I can be in control. So that I can step fully mm-hmm. into my skin yep. from the other side and make different moves instead of this side.
1: That I I have to I have to do it. I mean, you do. Because you can't, you can't answer yeah. the phone about that Um, that, hey, can you come do this spot? If you're hesitant and you don't know if you can even get on the stage to take the spot. Exactly. You know? No.
0: And the crazy part is, I can do it. But in my mind, I'm like, I don't know. Which means I don't know myself. Which means if I do it, I get to know myself more and better. If that even makes sense. Man. That's the journey of life. So
1: minutes. we we about to make these calls people come see come see your boy Billy at the open mic no nah. yeah hey, baby steps baby steps baby steps yeah
0: bro I gotta go somewhere all the way out like five hours away where don't nobody like who is this guy yeah okay <laughs> oh man good stuff I got two have I ever shared with y'all this poem called transparency or stigmatism
2: I think it's possible you shared it with me. It sounds a little familiar, that title.
0: So I shared it with my friend. um, And he shared it with people at his house that just come through. He got like a nice little music spot. And he's sharing it with people. And after people hear it, they're like, yo, you don't understand how that touched me. He shared it with his family from New York. He's like, yo, bro, I went to New York. And people really like, just people. People Mm -hmm. like what you can do. People like what you have to say. People mm-hmm. like what you can do. Like, it just doesn't... It doesn't click in my mind yet. Mm-hmm. You know? That's a weird spot to be in. It's really weird. Like, some people... Like, I saw two people... That's a great that spot. You know? For greatness, now,
1: man.
0: Thank you. Two people that I, I've known, but they didn't know I was a poet or did, it really done anything. And then Sherry showed them some poetry, and I'm like, yo... It I saw two people gain new respect for me. I heard, they called me on the phone. I was like, yo, I had to call you now. Dude. I really appreciate it, which is what you contribute to the world. And I really felt that because I went through this, this, and this in my life. And the way you spoke to it, not even knowing you're speaking to it. That blows my mind because I'm just like, I just like to do this. But I can touch somebody, and I can see somebody gain a new respect for me. I can tell in the tone of their voice how they mm-hmm. talk see, to me.
1: You almost at a point where you um, sound like you're going to be doing a disservice to people by not sharing it. <laughs>
0: any talent that you have, if you, you don't express it, if you keep it to yourself, you are doing the rest of the world a disservice. If you don't nurture it, if you don't cultivate it, if you don't stretch yourself to bring it into a tangible experience, you are doing yourself, the world, and whatever entity you think gave you this ability, power to process and create. You're doing it all a disservice. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And how can you find out your true worth? If you don't put it out. Put yourself out there. That is so simple. But I'm like, nah, I'm cool. <laughs> <laughs> nah. It's in my face, right there, bro. It's right, right there. Talk about yeah. fear. Yeah, we're gonna get there. Mm. We will.
1: We will. That's good. For yes, sure. But yeah, so, that's, that's cool. Cool stuff. Any more fears, Timbo?
2: You got anything else? Hikes, but it's like, that's a dichotomy, too, because it's like I get on roller coasters all the time. So, it's like, I don't know. Maybe okay, I'm yeah. not that scared. Yeah, it's like maybe I'm not that scared because I get on roller coasters.
1: I don't know. Maybe hikes on roller coasters, though, like you're safe. Like, I think it's the difference between being on a roller coaster up high and, like, being on, like, a cliff up high or something <laughs> where... <laughs> It's the clock trip. Game. I'm gonna die, you know. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. So that's the only uh, other thing. Uh,
3: uh, okay. All
1: right. Because I never thought that I was personally afraid okay. of heights until I was at work and we have um we have these um these like big Gaylord things that are on it's like this big shipping container kind of thing. It's on a second story, so we have to kind of open up the gate and we have to drive the forklift up. I was kind of up at the top opening up the gate and as soon as I opened up the gate and there was nothing between me and just leaping off if I wanted to like it was just a a weird feeling where it's like let me just grab on to the rail just a little tighter Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's just you know it's just a weird feeling man Mm -hmm. so I I feel you too man That, that it's just a it's a little different maybe I'm afraid of heights too I don't know
2: you're too tall for that. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, I do got like weird little fears though, like um our phobias, right? Like um, mm-hmm. well never mind, cause I want. Don't, I, don't wanna, I, I wanna mean, I kind
2: of got people. interested, but okay. You you, well, you do it
1: too. <laughs> uh huh. Uh, um, I can't remember what it's called for the one. It's the one where it's like a bunch of little oh little,
2: yes, uh-huh. Tripophobia. uh trypophobia.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm not. I'm not prepared.
2: That. That'll bother me too, but.
1: Yes. I'm not saying. <laughs> don't Google it. Don't, Google it if you there. I'm about to say you might be fine. It's um, I don't. Because remember, See, I told you, what, you, I told you, you is, to what I told you is what I want to do is look it up, right? So I can actually tell you exactly what it is. But if I type it in, it's gonna show pictures, and I
2: don't. Yes, really I like guess it. what he was what he didn't like about that album cover. Yes that type of effect. Okay, but yeah. I t- I do. But I told y'all because that it's like your you brain know. responds to that, uh, like,
0: disease. That's why. Uh, um An old boss, she, <laughs> she, she, she introduced me to garbage pale kids and I think one of the gar- garbage pale kids had, like, holes in his skin, like something was eating away at his skin and that freaked me out. I don't like that. I do <laughs> not like that. Bro. I don't like that. That freaks me out. <laughs> that it's because the brain sure. is
2: recognizing it as disease. That's why it's like something know. is wrong.
1: <laughs> it's weird. I remember being young and something. I saw like some some little some girl, some lady was like kneeling on peas or something, like frozen peas, and she got up Your and imprinted mm-hmm. and uh it's it's a no to me though. It's it's funny though, because <laughs> my mom dog. is the same way. She um she don't like honeycombs. Like the little, the honeycomb look? She, she ain't feeling mm-hmm. okay,
2: that. Don't me. I like honey, but right. I don't like the honeycomb look, no. Yeah. All
1: right.
2: Okay. Yeah, it's
1: interesting. All right, moving on. Where the hat at? Right. Yeah, the sombrero. The they pre- Yeah. <laughs> I, I want,
0: I want this one, this one, this one, I want this one. What song always puts you in a good mood?
1: Uh, I, like,
2: I love that question. I got to think about it, though.
1: I like Red,
3: Bob. Uh,
0: <laughs> I love that song. Uh, it true, very true. Anyway. Golden Time of Day. And love that song. There's nothing yes. Frankie and Happy Feelings. Those two, always.
1: Um, who, what else? By, so um, music. who make a lovely day? Is it Bill Withers? Or yeah. It,
0: um... A lovely day. Yeah, Bill Withers. Who was? Um, Key to my heart. R. J. Reynolds. Love that song <laughs> from Dramatics. What is my... Don't laugh at me, uh, Beyonce.
2: Freakum dress. It came on my my Spotify the other night, and I was just like, yeah, it could play. Yeah, it's hard to listen to her and not feel confident. It's very... It's true. You feel like a bad bitch. There's... Music that makes me feel good. Um, There's a couple of Scissor songs. Like, mm-hmm. those melodies. Good Days. I love Good Days. That makes me feel really good.
1: Yeah, that's a nice one. Mm-hmm. I don't
2: know, I like Regulators.
1: That's an old song. Regulators on... Um... Regulators, mount up with um Warren G and um I don't know, but I can't remember that record, man. And I, I feel uh, like that's okay. a record I'm supposed to know.
0: I'm supposed to know that record.
1: Oh man, that's a great one. Um, <laughs> Bouncing, Tina. Shay.
2: Seriously, that's my feel good song. I've been listening to that ever since we listened to that album.
0: But it's okay. It's like a happy sounding song. I don't like happy sounding songs. Mm, what so. else? It's a,
2: a bunch. It's too many to like think of. Let me see if I can go yeah. through my list right quick. See if I can find something else. I kind of—it's
0: a million songs
1: I listen to. I don't want to wear the time. Let me see. Yeah, it's, it's a lot of us. Oh, some music. <laughs> um, yeah. Anything JoJo? Just about anything JoJo. I got some Michael Jackson joints in there that. No? Like Remember the Time by Michael Come on, Of course. Yes, man. Yeah. Yes. Yes. <clears throat> yes. But line, honestly, some Stevie, man. You play some Stevie Wonder. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you play the right one. That'll put you in a nice little happy space. Of course, Brandy. Brandy,
0: anything for me. Conversations on Golden Ratio. Is actually one of those songs for me. I will play really? that song. I play that song out. Dive, Victoria Monet. One of those. Jaguar. One of those. Mm-hmm. Is it asked like that? That's on that Victoria Monet song. I was gonna say that, cause I, but I was scared that somebody was gonna be no.
2: like, "What?" It's it's the no, key. Man. It's the way she sing it.
0: Yes, Dude. Yes, and like the type of song that it is. From her female perspective and her hard work, that song is amazing. style of song, the uh, instrument selection, that song's dope. I like like music that makes me feel good, makes me feel good for a variety of reasons, not just a cool melody. Or I like the way, like FKA Twigs, her voice is phenomenal. Jealousy yeah. is probably one of those songs that feel good. Jealousy and Oh My Love, mm-hmm. those two joints, I, will probably always make me feel good when I put them on. Yeah, dude, it's the sounds. Frank Music, uh oh, is one of those I It's either Frank Music or Frankin Music. That's one of those songs. Almost any Fallout Boy single. Like, I'm a huge Fallout Boy fan. can go one and on.
1: Oh, man, that's probably the easiest question that uh, came out the hat in a little while. Right,
2: literally. It is the easiest question that came out the hat.
0: Yeah, dude. I know. Good stuff. Well, yeah, that's it. Y'all got any more, um, <laughs> any more songs y'all want to share? Valerie. Uh-huh. Okay, I'm sorry. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. Can we cut
1: this? Because I'm going yeah, to anything by Sade. I like Sade, man. The greatest hip-hop, uh-huh. man. <laughs> Anita
0: Baker's Baker spirit. Cheers meal? today.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I that song, bruh. And my mom was like, "Yo, if you find an album with the extended version of that, get that for me." And I'm like, "Oh, you like that song too?" Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, <laughs> <I> wanna... <laughs> no idea. My mom liked that song so much, she wants the CD with the extended version. I had no idea. Shout I out to, to Anita. She got her.
2: She's got her Vegas res- residency about to happen. Oh,
0: there oh, we awesome. go. Okay. Sorry. Um. Any other last words? Are we cutting this? I think that's all.
2: Uh... We can cut it because we're going
0: to be all night if we don't. Uh, Timbo, where can they reach us? If you like the show, let us know, Timbo, where can they reach us? Blacktop Asylum at gmail.com Okay. If you hate the show, please let us know. Ray, where can they listen to us and watch us?
1: Man, you can listen to us um, on anywhere that podcasts are found. You can find us on Spotify. You can find us on Apple Music. You can watch us on YouTube. Uh, we appreciate it. Just let us know. If you like this, let us know if you don't, man. Um, yeah. Share us, share, 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 share. <laughs> share, share, Guess share.
0: And subscribe. All those things. Um yeah, so next time the black top is not closed, man. We
3: Peace. love y'all. Good night. <laughs>